What is good? Welcome to Dub Nation, the official uh, show of the Utah Warriors of Major League Rugby. I am Jeremy Drew alongside Banksy. Great to have you with us. We're live on the Utah Warriors Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube account. Subscribe to the podcast version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, or Spotify. That's a new one, I guess. And SoundCloud. Send in questions and comments if you got them. Here's what's on the show. Loaded! LA and Austin are out in 2023. What this means for Major League Rugby plus expansion plus dispersal draft. A lot going on there. Logan Tonga returns. We will talk to him. Zion Going returns. Connor McLeod is signed. We got Falcons in South Africa. Robbie Abel retires. Not from coaching, luckily, just from playing. Still with the Warriors. Emerson Pryor get, uh, doing work off the bench with Canada and a World Cup date. So somehow we're going to finish this in 30 minutes. So, Banksy, let's get after it. Austin and L.A., the league announces yesterday they're out for 2023. Obviously, issues with salary cap violations and other things. Last year, they were out of the playoffs. Adam Gilchrist is trying to sell the teams. They're not sold yet. Uh, still going to have a 12-team league. Still going to have uh, an expansion team that's going to be in the West. Player dispersal drafting in the coming weeks. Massive news going into the next season. You know, it's a shame that one man's arrogance and uh, really... I don't want to say incompetence in managing those teams, but that's really what it feels like has, has cost the league so dearly with two of these marquee teams being out of the competition. But most importantly for the players and all of the families that this affects, now you're talking about guys having to get up and possibly move to new cities to play for the year with that dispersal draft to keep those players under contract and in the MLR until the ownership situation can be sorted out. It's a sad situation, but this is what accountability looks like for terrible ownership. Yeah, and it's tough because those were uh, two of the more interesting teams in the league. Obviously, a lot of Australians coming over uh, with Gilchrist being uh, an Australian. Well, so we'll see if there are Warriors who are from these squads. We'll see how many of these guys uh, will stay in MLR. Um, but it, it could be interesting to see who gets dispersed where. Luckily, the, the league will be at a nice round number of 12 because there will be another team. And it will be in the West. Uh, there will be six teams in the West and six in the East. So, you know, among those uh, rumored or interest, St. Louis, Chicago feel like the two most uh, obvious potential spots for that, that one in the West. So we'll see what happens. You know, both of those cities have had their names come up several times in conversations, both with really great core club cultures there in place, much like Utah does here uh, in the Rocky Mountain West. You know, St. Louis and Chicago both uh, really kind of steeped in that deep Midwest tradition of quality clubs that they could draw from to be able to build an MLR franchise. St. Louis would basically be the Lindenwood uh, pro team. Uh, if that happens, because <laughs> they become a power there in St. Charles. No, no, shut your mouth. Lindenwood is the feeder team for the Utah Warriors. That's right. We, we've established a thing That's here. Right. Don't sell that off to another franchise. There are like five dudes on the team from Lindenwood, which is pretty cool. So huge news. Uh, you know, it, it, like, Newspapers in England continue to question whether MLR is going to be sustainable. They're going to, they survived COVID. It looks like they're going to survive this like and grow by another club. Uh, you know, you, you hope that you keep going, but it, it's not great news per se that two teams aren't going to compete. That's tough. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the Glendale Raptors are out. You know, so it's been interesting. First, obviously, going into your six here, but how do you feel about the state of the league with this news? I think the core of the league is actually really solid and the model is good. Franchises in their markets are growing. Audiences are growing. Home field attendance for just about every team in the league is growing. This is not a problem with the league. 
And if we want to throw it back in the UK papers faces, they just lost the wasps to receivership and had to liquidate the team out of that, out of that entire league with a seven figure hole that they dug themselves into. Let's not talk about financial mismanagement. This is accountability for one man who had a conflict of interest in owning two clubs that has caused this error. This is a correction, not a corruption of the MLR system. And I think the league is going to be fine. And it looked like had they been able to find uh, ownership for these two teams in time, they could have played in 2023. It didn't happen. That's what seems to have uh, played out here. And so the league at some point had to call it. And guess what? We are less than four months away from the season, about three and a half weeks or three and a half months. You had to establish a schedule and travel and all these things, right? It wasn't done in time. So hopefully Austin and LA find ownership and compete in 2024. And we have a 14 team league. That's the, I mean, they absolutely will. There's too many players. And now obviously franchises in those marquee cities, you know, with LA being a huge market to have a rugby team in the league wants to keep it. The fans want to keep it. And then the heritage that is there in Austin with the feeder system that they already have in place. They've got a great system, a great uh, stadium out there at Coda. There's a lot of different things there to, to build off of these franchises are going to be okay once they get the ownership system sorted out. The league had to let Gilchrist do it on his own and fail, like he did with everything else, and then stepped in to make the decision to to take basically ownership of the process now uh, and find new um, ownership for these franchises on their own. So that's going to play its course. There's interested ownership. They're still actively pursuing it. I think this was finally a good decision uh, by the league. They had to be patient, though, and let things take their proper course before they stepped in. Okay, so Austin and L.A. are out for 2023, and Banksy clearly a Vasa guy. All right, uh, next piece of news. Not even. <laughs> I'm a rec center guy. There you go. <laughs> Support your local rec center with your taxes. Uh, okay, Logan Tongo uh, is, is signed. He's back. He played in 2021 uh, for the Warriors, and uh, that's a happy Brandon Sparks right there and Logan Tongo, uh, the 6'3", 235-pound center, uh, is back. Uh, he, he has a crazy story. He was found, I believe, in a touch rugby tournament. Um, uh, and then suddenly, you know, the former Washington State lineman and linebacker, second team all Pac-12 one season. He uh, had a cup of coffee with the Seahawks and the CFL as well. Utah selects. And then, hey, he's on the 21 roster as one of the centers. And uh, then USA Rugby picks him up. Uh, hurts his shoulder a bit, but he is back with the Warriors, returning to 15s. And he joins a loaded center group. You know, he's had a great run uh, with the USA Sevens and, you know, got a little hardware there for his time. Played through the Premiership Sevens, but you're talking about a very big, very physical outside back. This is a guy that's going to do really well at that 13, uh, 14 position, you know, can cover both wings as well as the center positions. And add, look at that, just brutal, <laughs> don't argue. Lance Williams there, that's warrior on warrior crime there. Lance says, I know what this is and I'm not going to catch him. So uh, it, it's great to have a local guy like this Jeez. back in the roster where, you know, they are they have been traditionally so deep at that back three position. Yep. And now you look at, you know, Mika Cruze, Joey Mono, Logan Tongo, who can play on the outside. We've got Connor Burns in there. It doesn't matter who starts on any given weekend. We've got electricity at that 12, 13, 14 and 15 position for this Warriors Nation squad. Why we got to do Lance like that? 
I mean, that was... <laughs> I didn't we, do Lance like that. <laughs> Logan did. We did him dirty. Jeez. Okay, um, let's talk about some of the returning signees so far that he fits in with. Lance Williams, the aforementioned. Uh, Sayo Hila, Yuri Van Buren, Mika Kruse, now Logan Tongo back from 2021. And then we look at the centers. You mentioned he can play wing if he's in the center. Look at this group, dude. Paul Asike, the headliner, of course. Tyler Fisher has been here for a few years. Calvin Whiting, of course. Uh, you know, stalwart, uh, steady dudes. Tomasi Tonga, young up-and-comer out of Harriman. And now Logan Tongo. How about that? Is that the best group of centers in the league? Look how deep that is. And the, the capacity for physicality in that group as well. Mm. I mean, we know what... Paul Lasique brings to the table. We know how steady Calvin has been at that 12 spot, how great Tyler has been playing so much time at that 13 spot. Now you add the, the electricity and the playmake ability that Logan Tago brings with his ability in the open field. And then we saw at the end of the season through the last five games, how great Tomasi Tonga was as a young center to be able to learn behind somebody like Paul Lasique, who they have very similar playing styles. This is going to be a great centers group. Paulo CK looks like 52 years old in this photo. Like that, <gasps> that goatee makes him look so old. He is Paul not that old, I promise. Paulo CK rocking the salt and pepper goatee <laughs> has been playing rugby longer than some guys in the league have been alive. It's true. Paulie, the uh, Kiwi, we love him. Uh, we love him. Excited to see him healthy uh, back in 2023. All right. Speaking of Logan Tongo, let's, uh, let's bring him in. The newest Utah warrior who's returning after a, a spell with uh, sevens. He's, he's thrown over uh, Lance Williams and uh, other guys, and now he's going to be teammates with Lance once again. Logan, uh, welcome to Dub Nation. Great to have you back, man. I'm, I'm very excited, man. I'm happy. Yeah. I finally got to, to sign and everything, man. I'm happy to be back. And then the best thing about this is, like, be able to play in front of my family, especially my son. That's, like, the, the, the most exciting part of the – coming back you spent a lot of time away from your boy champ we saw him in the picture there uh, on the signing with sparks how big a motivation was it to be able to play not just for him because obviously you've been doing that with the the run with the selects uh, and uh, the usa sevens but now to be able to be here on the regular full-time as a dad and now as a professional rugby player it, uh, it hit me when i was in san diego my first getting ready to go to Dubai. And then just to, just to, after practice down there in San Diego, just to go home and then he's not there. That's when it, it hit me hard. I'm like, damn. Then when I'm in Utah to come home to champ, it's like the best thing ever. And then being able to travel around the world with the USA sevens and then the time differences, it was, it was sucks. You know what I mean? It was sucks. It hit me on the road too. When I was down in Spain, and then uh, I had a talk with Mike, Mike Friday about it. And then I was like, I was off a little bit because because of that, because I was away for like for too long. And then every time I'm in the in the in the U.S., I'm not even in Utah. I'm in San Diego most of the time. So, but for me to come back to Utah and the, and to play in front of him, it's it's more than what I asked for right now. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm, family I'm really matters. Happy. Yep. yep. And, and the community and the extended family that's around here, it's it's special uh, to, to have you back on the yeah, team. Yeah, that's, that's what made me special, too, because my, my, my family, my parents, my mom, my dad. And then Utah, that's where everything started. I mean, that's where I started my, my, my rugby career. And nobody knows me. 
if it wasn't for Utah. And then, yeah. <laughs> so how stacked is the Utah Warriors under six-year-old team uh, with Champ now, with uh, Robbie's kids always running around practice, uh, with Joey's little one? There's a whole squad of youngins hanging around. We could feel like a Warriors under five team, right? I know, man. Whoever MLR manager out there, you want a future star, man. You got to sign him. Got to sign him young. Get him in the academy, Marks, boys. Marks is Get him in the academy. academy right now. <laughs> you got to sign him already, man. This boy is crazy. He, The thing about Champ that I love the most, he doesn't like watching TV or cartoons. He likes to play. He likes to play. Like He wake up, ball, ball, ball. You give him any kind of ball, he'll play. He wants to go outside. So that's why I love about him, like, my, yeah. yeah, my kid's first word was iPad. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> So much yeah. screen time. Come on, man. Um, okay, we're talking to Logan Tongo, newest Utah Warriors, back with the Warriors after 2021. Remind us the story of how the Warriors found you. It was a touch uh, touch tournament at the the field outside. The field right outside of the indoor. So I got, when I got stuck in COVID, Joe was the one that hit me up. Joe Mano. I know Joe from like back home in high school. We go way back, so I went. I just went there just to go there, just to because I wanted to do something. I'm an active person. Like I was supposed to go to Canada, the CFL, but I got stuck here. The whole CFL got canceled. So Joe and my my older brother, he played with Joe before before he left Utah. So when I came here, so Joe hit me up. He was like, "Just come out, let's run." And then we went there. We were just playing touch. Lance was there. I knew Lance from my older brother. And then the first, uh, the first uh, Utah rugby scrimmage, the club scrimmage, since COVID, it was like a whole year. And then we had a scrimmage. And then me and Joe was on the same team, the Gladiators. And then I had no idea Brandon and Sean Davis was out there watching. And then after the scrimmage, Brandon and uh, Sean Davis woke up. He walked up to me and Joe was like, oh, yeah, this the, give us the card, call us. And I was like, what is this? Like, who is this guy? I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't know Utah had a, a whole professional rugby team. I thought the only professional team out here was the, the Utah Jazz. So me and Brandon connected uh, that time. We talked. And he was like, just come in. Uh, just try out for the select team. So I went in there. And then from there, the, the rest is, yeah. <laughs> so how are you feeling now physically after all of the travel, after some some uh, injuries that have kind of been hanging around? I know you've had some recovery time and you've worked with, you know, the the national team trainers as well as our staff here in Utah. How you feeling getting ready to come back and uh, and put the boots on here in uh, in Utah, brother? I feel, I feel, I feel good, honestly. I feel really good. It's just... I'm, my first year, like my first year playing 15, I was like, I didn't get the, I didn't get the chance to play at all, which is because I didn't have the experience. But I, after the sevens and then learning from a lot of, of players, like great players and a great coach like Mike, all the skills and everything, like I'm really excited like to show people like that I can play 15 too. Because I don't, I don't think I, I show people that that much that. I don't think I have film of me playing 15. So for that excitement, like to prove, because for me, it's always a you got to take a step to get better every every day and every year. So that that's like the next step for me. It's like 
I, I, you got to prove something. So <laughs> I'm really excited to prove something in MLR that I can play 15, that I can be in the in MLR. Well, I'm sure Greg Cooper is excited to have you as, as we are as well for uh, next season. And listen, we'd spend a lot longer with you. This is a loaded program. We got to catch up with you another time because we got news. But Logan, we appreciate. Oh, Vex one more question. Uh, Uso, you may have the best sneaker game on the entire squad. Oh. Sneaker check right now. What are you rocking? Oh, I, I don't have anything when I'm running out, but do you guys have like a, a 30 seconds? I, I can grab one. So we got. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Grab go something for it. real quick. Yeah, Logan, go grab every something. time we'll, I see we'll, uh... Logan, he's crushing it. It's some ones. I know he's got some great 11s. Uh, his, his sneaker game is properly good. And uh, he's always got something worth checking out on his feet when you see him. So, uh, Dub Nation, if you're sneakerheads, Logan's your boy. Uh, get at him because I know he's got – he's going to pull out some 10 out of 10s for I, us right I'm now. excited about this. <laughs> and, and, again, this is a loaded show. So, we, we would talk for 20 minutes with Logan because this has been awesome. But we'll catch Watch up him with pull out, like, the black-on-black Air Force Ones just to troll me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is all I got. I don't know what you're talking about. He's, he's looking for the best ones right now. Okay, here we go. In the box. I got two. I might, I don't know. These are the two that I want to wear in my first game back. I don't know yet. He's going to make the decision between these. All right, let's see. Let's see. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that with the purple and gold. Those are good. The lows, solid. I'm a low guy. I only... See, those off-whites, though, that's my speed right there, brother. Should we go with this one? Go with the off-whites, man. That's clean. Yeah, that's clean. Go with the off-whites on, 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 on your first game. That's, yeah. that's, that's an executive decision right now from the brain trust, cuz. All right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my boy Tua. You know Tua, Tua Kilo? Yeah. Yeah, he said he said tell you what's up and everything. So that's the Uso right there, bro. Okay, well, Logan, we appreciate the time, man. Best of luck, and we'll be seeing you pretty soon as you guys uh, get training here in the next little bit. Yeah, see you guys. Shout out okay. to Spot Logan Tongo on uh, Dub Nation showing off the sneaks. I love it. Told you, man. Logan is a ten out of ten sneaker head, and he and all of the other Warriors are back in action for MLR twenty twenty three. Y'all better be ready all right season tickets single game tickets make your plans get all your kit there's a special coming up on kit if you want to get your stuff ready they're blowing it all out all right everything you need to know is on the website all right go to warriorsrugby.com and get it okay crossroads games are coming up by the way which is exciting we got our first game this week crossroads cup schedule is fantastic i can't wait for all of this to come down and uh, and we can see exactly who we have here in this farm system. Week one, McCarthy Field up at the University of Utah, 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. So uh, this is going to travel around and we'll have a lot of games in a lot of different places so fans can get out and see guys that will probably be wearing a Warriors shirt one day in this Crossroads Cup. And check out the jerseys for each team. We got them right here. The Gray Wolves, Salt Lake Wranglers, Provo Trappers, Salt Lake Bull Moose. Who you like the most? I think that Trapper's jersey is dope. I think that Bull Moose jersey is probably my favorite. I think, uh, you know, the, the the Kid Moresby in there uh, modeling the, the Wranglers jersey is awesome. And the you can't go wrong with those classic hoops 
for those gray wolves, though, there's just something timeless about those hoops, man. I love them all. I'm yeah, I'm gonna go with the bull moose. I, I like that. That bull like moose that, is is sharp. The green, for sure. the yeah, the cottonwood canyons kind of green and white looks really nice. So, okay, we got six more pieces of news. We got to fly through. Let's go. Zion going is back. Uh, he signs with the Utah Warriors. Remember, he was a mid-season scrum half addition to this team. Played in seven games, started four games, eighty-eight percent passing accuracy. Good to have Zion back. This is a guy that plays at pace. He fits right in with what Coach Coops wants to do. Uh, this makes a very deep quiver of players at that 9-10 position for the Utah Warriors to work on. Guys that play a similar style, that play at pace, that love to play attacking rugby. Great to have Zion back in the red and black. And a new scrum half that is signed is Connor McLeod, a 25-year-old Kiwi, 5'8", 165. He's been uh, in the provincial championship there in New Zealand with Hawks Bay. Hurricanes development team, Otango and Otango U19. He is an up-and-coming Kiwi. What do you think of this signing? At 25 years old, this is a guy that's played through the Hawks Bay system that is an elite-level talent. This is a guy that's destined to play at a very high level of rugby, and it's because of his work rate and his work ethic. So to have a guy like this to, to combine with guys like Zion and guys like the, the other nines that we have in the building is going to be a fantastic addition. Cause again, it doesn't matter who starts in this situation. You know, you've got elite cover playing behind you so you can go all out. And when they sub you out, next guy up has got your back. Okay. Four capable guys in the room. Let's talk about who the Warriors have at scrum half. Niall Saunders, of course, uh, very experienced in the premiership back for a second season. Zion goings back. as we mentioned McLeod and then the draft pick Ty Cowley, um, of note, Danny Christensen uh, is going to pursue either another team or, or hang it up. Not sure quite yet from Danny. He's been a tremendous warrior. We've appreciated and enjoyed watching him play. So what do you think of these four guys at Scrum Halves this season? Uh, big love to DC for all the work that he put in. I'm really excited about Ty Cowway and the physicality that he brings to this position. I think that's a level of uh, a layer to his game that separates him from these other three. Saunders, we know, plays quick. He's got great field vision. Going, we know, plays a little taller, a little more of that attacking style rugby. I imagine McLeod's going to have a, a very similar style to that. The, the great thing about having a guy like Ty in there is that he can cover nine, but he can also really cover the back three if he needs to. So a really great utility back. Think like Damian McKenzie for the All Blacks type of cover where he can play the the 15, 14, uh, 11 spot, or he can play in the nine where he spent a lot of time. Remember, Niall Saunders has a six-game suspension as well. Um, that can occur in a different league. Uh, and and we'll, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Niall plays elsewhere and choose into that, or if that's six games in MLR. So we'll see. Still absolutely ridiculous that he got that, by the way. That's the oh, league silly. making an example out of him. Every bit of that was deserved, in my opinion. I got your back, Niall. Don't worry, cuz. Yeah, uh, if you want to see these Warriors in action, some exciting new signings and more still to come, make sure you get your 2023 season tickets. They are available if you call now, 801-477-7652. Get your spot in Zions Bank Stadium. It is the best home field advantage in all of Major League Rugby, and we are not exaggerating that one bit. You are the difference maker for this Warriors. Warriors team in a very exciting 2023 squad. Okay, next up, uh, Falcons in South Africa. Would-be Eagles ride, but they're not test matches. So uh, Friday the 14th, uh, the Falcons took on the Toyota Cheetahs. Uh, Cheetahs won that handily. Uh, and then uh, the next Friday, 
lost to Airlink Pumas, uh, South African teams, clubs there. Now, this isn't a full USA squad. The Europeans uh, were playing with their clubs. These are tune-ups for the, the World Cup qualifiers uh, coming up in, in November. So not, not the result they wanted per se, but Angus McClellan, Paul CK, Paul Mullen uh, involved there. Hopefully the USA uh, is in tip-top shape to qualify for the World Cup. I think going to South Africa is a just a brilliant move to tune these guys up. It's great physical rugby, but it's also very expansive and uh, and open attacking rugby. You know, South Africa probably combines both of those styles better than any other team. So to get two hitouts like that with a young squad, well, a lot of new guys on that squad as they get ready for that reap change tournament, to have that kind of experience with this squad together is going to be invaluable in the long run. And what's funny is Lance Williams was there. Williams was there separately, right? Playing in the tents tournament. So they were just all hanging out, I guess. Okay. Robbie Abel retires from playing, still coaching with the Warriors, but he's done playing. He played in New Zealand and Australia. Brumbies Academy went on a mission uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Saints to Western Australia. Maori All Black, Western Force, Brumbies, Melbourne uh, Rebels, Auckland Rugby with the uh, NPC. What a career he had. And now he can focus 100% on coaching. Mean Maori, mean absolute legend with the mahi that he put in everywhere he went. Uh, he's an incredible asset, not just to the culture here in Utah, but with his knowledge that he brings to forward play. Um, good to see him finally hang it up. You want to talk? I mean, his career stacks up with some of the best ever in the game in that front row position. So uh, absolutely earned all of the acknowledgments that he's got from so many greats across the world for for his uh his shift that he put in so props to you robbie okay emerson Pryor uh suits up for canada off the bench a couple of times they played chile in sao paulo on october 21st he played 30 minutes in that game they lost to chile uh and these are just uh friendlies but part of uh uh the america's rugby trophy competition and then they play brazil today in sao paulo uh prior listed as the back of the blue set prop again Emerson Pryor may have put in some of the best off-season work in his uh, time going down to New Zealand, and now he's playing for Canada. Yeah, you know, you talk about the influence of Robbie Abel immediately. You know, he got, uh, got was able to get Emerson down there, played some time with White Amata Rugby Club, uh, made a bunch of squads, got some good minutes in, and just gained all of that experience. Now the national team experience that he's getting playing internationally for Canada, all of this bodes really well for that loose head side of the Utah Warriors scrum. Just loaded. Just loaded, like this show has been. Okay, last but not least, a World Cup date for the USA women's team. They lost to Canada, 29-14 to end pool play. Advanced to the quarterfinals as one of the top two third-place finishers. They will play Canada again Sunday in New Zealand, Saturday here. Best of luck to the women's Eagles team against Canada in a rematch. It's tough to beat any team in rugby two in a row. So expect this to be a very close, very competitive match. These USA women have a chip on their shoulder and they want to prove that they deserve to be there. So I'm back in these Eagles. Let's go ladies. We're all behind you. Get it done. Well, that was a fast, and that was basically fast and the furious. What are we up to? 11? Is that the next movie? I don't know. It's, it's fast and furious 78. I've lost track, but I They're love racing wheelchairs at this point. Vin Diesel's retired. He's in a home. <laughs> He's putting nitrous on the jazzy scooter. And he's and the rock is saying, Daddy's gotta go to work. <laughs> breaking a cast off. And yeah. So lots to lots to talk about. We keep teasing it, but you mentioned kits, schedules, 
more signings, full roster release. We got a lot that's going to happen in the next dispersion draft, expansion team. Right? There's so much news coming down the pipe. So we will give you all of that. Hang with us every other week on Dub Nation once we get to end season every week. Uh, you can always uh, like and share this episode of Dub Nation. Follow the Utah Warriors on social media. Our thanks to Logan Tongo for joining the program, showing off the sneaks. Producer Mason Benson and, of course, Banksy. I am Jerem Jordan. We'll see you. Go Warriors.